You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. That took way too much time. (laughs) Now that we're into triple digit episodes, it's like difficult to figure out what we're going to say. Yeah, like how do you say it? The 102nd episode. Oh, that sounds so formal. Episode 102, episode 102. I feel like 102 is super cash. Super cash. 102 is like kind of like semi-formal and like... The 102nd episode. The Ghoul friends podcast <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like yeah now we're in we're in new territory we just have to figure out how we're going to do these just things awful <laughs> just took way too much brain power for it's me to figure out how i was going to say that very true and honestly it's a good problem to have because i never thought we'd be at triple digit episodes yeah so, it's true you know what i don't hate it it's pretty good <laughs> all right how you doing? It's good. Good. Looks like it's going to be a rainy day, which I kind of enjoy. We've kind of gotten into that summer pattern of, like, it's so freaking hot that, um, like, thunderstorms kind of just seem like a regular part of the day now. Yeah. And, like, rain. I'm here for it. I love thunderstorms. Me too. Were you scared as a child? I mean, maybe a little bit at first, but then, like, everybody in my family loves thunderstorms, so, yeah. like, we'd be running around outside in them, and <laughs> then I kind of learned, like, oh, it's not that scary. Yeah, I remember my parents, like, sitting on our back deck, like, watching them, and I yeah. was always so terrified that they were out there, and then I realized, like, it's actually really cool to sit and watch. Yeah, for sure. We haven't gotten, like, a really good one yet Mm-mm. this year. Yeah, the only rule was you can't run around with, like an umbrella in your hand or, or like a, or a metal like pole in the <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Did y'all ever have, um, like, I have no idea if this is even credible, but were you ever told like you shouldn't shower? Yeah. During a storm, mm-hmm. which the more I think about it, I'm like, I mean, I don't Why? really see the risk in that. Like, yeah. I don't get it. It's like going to hit your water and then it's going to zap you. Yeah, the lightning's <laughs> going to run through the pipe and yeah. like, get you. Or like use the potty. Yeah can't go to the bathroom like, yeah <laughs> it may get you in there too <laughs> Gosh. no it's kind of like the uh eating right before you swim type rule yeah which i've read is actually not a thing no. we're always told that growing up yeah uh, parents are weird y'all be lying yeah y'all be lying <laughs> yes yeah what else have we been doing we're getting ready to go to nashville this yeah. week so we've got just a couple days of work Yes. And making the big trek. I want to see Gabby Ghoul. Gabby Ghoul. It's going to be fun. We'll have to come up with a topic to do with her. Maybe she can be on the podcast yeah, we should, this week. We should bring all our stuff. Yeah. And she's always a hoot. She's yeah. a hoot. Yes. And a sloot. Yes. A hoot and a sloot. And we were talking about it, too, because she's like, what do y'all want to do? And I'm like, well, you know it's all going to be spooky. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what else do we do? Um, everything vacations? haunted? Yes. Um so we got to look. That's actually after that. That's a good thing to do is uh, look up things we can do in Nashville. Yeah. Talk to her about it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. Me too. Um, it'll be nice to get out of town and do something. And, yeah. Um, not be, you know, tied to the cats for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Not giving Mishka insulin twice a day for yes. a weekend. Long weekend is going to be glorious. It will be for sure. And Gabby has a cat. A non-diabetic cat. <laughs> non-diabetic one that we don't have to tend to. So it's like great. You know, we get to rent the cat. We get to, yeah. Just the fun ants are coming over. Yes. So we got that coming up. Um, still hot as balls, as we've been talking about. Yep. Uh, what else we got going? Anything super exciting at the moment? I did get Nerf guns for my office. Okay, that's exciting. So I feel like I'm like the world's greatest like office manager because... <laughs> you need a title like fun coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were trying to come up with ways to like make the office more fun because yeah. it's kind of just there's been some like girl drama you know it's as wild. there is so I was like let's just like power blast each other with a <laughs> with a nerf gun that came out really yeah. <laughs> um with nerf guns yeah, yeah. So the only rule that I had was it has to be the balls, not the <laughs> darts. Real, real but yes, he thought a ball to the eye would <laughs> feel better than a dart to the eye. Well, to be fair, I mean, just make sure y'all are wearing your protective eye gear all the time. Uh, right, right. Proper PPE, it will be fine. Exactly. Yeah. No. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And we're doing minute to win it competitions for a bottle oh, of wine. I never watched fun. that show, but I apparently it's just like random yeah. like like competitions that you do. Like stacking right. Oreos on your head, like in a minute, how many you can get. Right. And no, then whoever fun. wins gets a bottle of wine. That's cool. Those are good things to like erase the morale in yeah. the office for sure. Yeah. And you have dogs. So and we have dogs. <laughs> I mean dogs make everything better. Yeah, for sure. And I got to meet one of those dogs. You did. Well, you've already met night. Liberty. Yes. I so we've got um, the doctor's dog is a Bernie Doodle. He's a Bernie's Mountain Dog mixed with a doodle or a poodle or some oodle, oodle. oodle of noodles. And <laughs> she is literally the fluffiest, cutest. Oh, my God. She's like a teddy bear. She And she like lets you hold her like a baby. She'll fall asleep in my arms. So she comes on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get him to bring her in more often. because Yeah. But we don't really work when the dog's <laughs> in there. Oh, done, sir. Um, and then... One of my coworkers has a dog, yes. um, and she came over last night for dinner and drinks yeah. and brought her puppy dog, Murphy. Murphy, and he's like a schnauzerish type, so he's yeah. got the very distinguished face. He's a he, very distinguished gentleman. He, he is, and he is so cute yeah. and so round, and yeah. like, I just like scratched on him all night, and he oh, loved yeah. it. For sure. Yeah. And Mishko, Kitty just kind of stayed on the table and just stared at him and hissed at him a little bit. But Mishka was, like, all over him. Yeah, Mishka was definitely, like, making a friend. Oh, I think it shows that Mishka misses, like, having yeah, a dog. Yeah, having around. a dog. She, he hissed at him one time because I think Murphy barked at him. Yeah. And Mishka was like, I think the fuck not. Well, to be fair, Mishka's almost Murphy's size. <laughs> yeah. So Mishka was like, oh, come on. <laughs> this is my house skill. Mind you, Kitty is the tiniest one. It would easily, like, bitch slap a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she was ready to bitch slap She wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. But, no, it was cute. But I she like, never ran upstairs, though. No, they stood there. She, yeah. These cats lived with Dennis, like, and Dennis was like whipped when it came to the cats. Yeah, Kitty cats definitely especially. Yeah, yeah. I think he jumped up. Dennis jumped up on our bed one time, and Kitty whacked him, and like <laughs> he was terrified of her from that day forward. <laughs> and she knew it, which was the funnier part. Yeah. And she would just rub up against him, and he would get this look of pure like terror <laughs> in his face. So, yeah. <laughs> it literally is like. Kitty's world, and we all just live in it. That's very true. Misha yeah. would like to think it's his. It's not. It's Kitty's world. Yeah, for we're sure. We're just here. And I read the other day, too, we were talking about cats, and I read something about, like, cat, I guess, behavior. And apparently cats show dominance by literally placing themselves above, like, people that they think are animals <laughs> that are below them. So, like, basically, if Mishka's on the floor and Kitty's on the table, it's Kitty showing that she's, like, dominant over Mishka. <laughs> And then I think about it, and I'm like, Kitty sleeps on the pillow above me. And I'm like, this little nugget <laughs> thinks she runs this whole house. But she does. <laughs> she does. And for free, too, mind you. You know, they're not paying any rent at the yep. moment. So, like, ridiculous. That's terrible. Yeah. Just is. terrible. Truly. I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
All right. Well, do you want to get into it? Yeah, we're about time. All right. I've got two, so I feel like maybe I'll start with my first one, and then um, we can... Yeah. You can go, and then I can go at the end. Yeah, because I've got... um, Hello. I can't tell if it's one big one or, like, I kind of got, like... Four little, like, smaller sections. But it's all, like... One top. Yeah, so yeah. let's have you just do all of them at once. Okay, yeah, we can do that. So I'll start with my... Because I have two different topics. I gotcha. So I'll do... The second one is kind of short, so we'll just end with that. Um, okay. Does that, that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right, so I guess we're what we're doing this week, we're wrapping up um, suggestions from y'all mm-hmm. that wrote in for our 100th episode. I think we may have one more on the list. Okay. But we're, we're getting to the end. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if this was the end or not, so. I think we got, like, one more on there. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to save the best for last, maybe? Mm-hmm. So if, it, okay. if you don't hear it today, it's coming next week. Yeah, and if you don't hear it at all, let us know. <laughs> because, again, it's us. <laughs> we're just the best. <laughs> okay, um, so I am going to start with Texas Cryptids. Ooh, Tejas. Man, Texas, Texas is wild. Y'all like, Texans are crazy. Anytime we've had anything in Texas, I'm always just like, what the fuck is going on in Texas? Well, the state is as big as the damn country. I mean, who made Texas that big? Like, who said Texas needs to be the yeah. size of Canada? You know what else I think is really weird? The shapes of states. Like, why are they How not all they just, like, that? square, like Colorado and right? Wyoming? Or, is Wyoming? It's very interesting. Yeah. Wyoming. Is it a square? It seems like it would be square. <laughs> Anything over in the West is square shaped. Right. But, like, why are they, like, Maryland? Have you ever, like, seen the actual shape of Maryland? Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, someone just, like, doodle. You had, like, a five-year-old, like, doodle the, like, edges. Oh, yeah. And then that's a state. Like, how I do think you... it's, like, New Hampshire, too. is pretty funky looking. Cause it's so little. It's like a rectangle. Yeah. It's so little. Like, who made it that tiny? <laughs> I think you're thinking of Rhode Island. New Ham- oh, maybe I'm thinking of Rhode Island. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of New Hampshire because when we drive through New Hampshire to Maine, it's like a very quick. It's like five seconds. Because we're driving across like the short. Part. Yeah, yeah. It's just so like a little edge. That's why I'm thinking. But I think you're right then, Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode Island is tiny. Yeah. Teeny, yeah. teeny. Teeny, tiny. Mm. Anyways. Questions. Texas is wild. Yeah. Um, so there was a shit ton of cryptids in Texas. Yeah. Um, a lot that we've kind of covered that are kind of like every Bigfoot. You know, Bigfoot's Bigfoot just. in Texas? I mean, there's. Probably. Bigfoot's everywhere, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay, so I just picked a couple that stuck out to okay. me. Yeah. Um, and all right, here they are. So the first one is the Bear King of Marble Falls. Ooh, Bear um, King, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So this apparently, like, kind of first, this is kind of like folklore too. So okay. these, are, these are like cryptids slash, I feel like folklore and cryptids are kind of Oh, the, I mean, they're one of the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to just tie all that in together. Yeah. Um, it appeared in a magazine, which was called, so, The Washington Bee. <laughs> um, so proper. And this was published on the May 11th ep, um, edition, I guess, in 1901. Okay. Um, so, I guess, relatively... Yeah, 20th century, I mean... New. Yeah, sure. Um, so, apparently, there was a woman named Rami Arland. Okay. Um, and apparently, she was, like, a very attractive and well-liked lady of Marble Falls. Everybody... Just liked her, and yeah. she was just a well-known, cool cat and kitten. <laughs> oh, 
Right. <laughs> um, and so they live on this farm. She was younger, um, okay. so she was still living with her parents at sure. the time. Um, and so she just goes outside to tend to the sheep, um, and she was trying to herd them kind of back into um, their pen. Yeah. And her mother hears just like a blood-curdling scream outside. Mm. Are you following? I am. You're like looking at me like you're not following. Okay. I'm I'm tracking. Okay. So she's just like screaming. Okay. And so the mom like rushes out and like the only way she described it was as like a beast screaming. Like it wasn't anything like it was her daughter and then another like beastly scream. Okay. Um, So she said it was like beast slash panther looking. Um, Couldn't really tell because it was just a lot of like back and forth. Um, And she thought that maybe it was a mountain lion that had started maybe attacking one of the sheep and she kind of got in the middle of it. So the mom runs back into the house to grab the shotgun. Yeah. And as soon as 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 she gets back outside, um, they were gone. Both of them? Yes. Oh, so it snatched her. It's yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Snatched. Snatched. Um, so she like starts freaking out, running into the woods with the gun, like trying to see if she Figure can find you know, see any blood or like yeah. clothing ripped yeah, yeah. or like footprints mm-hmm. and like basically is yelling for her, gets nothing, hears nothing, so runs back and like gathers some like town folk. Yeah. And they have this like search party yeah, going sure. on through the woods. Right. Um no sign of her. Like there was no signs of like, like struggle. a struggle. Like yeah. you know, being pulled into the woods. Like maybe like shreds of clothes, oh, blood, blood. Right. Yep. Nothing. Ooh. Um, well, that's weird. So she was gone for the entire night and part of the next day. Okay. But was found by a hunter mm. who brought her home she, alive. <laughs> I was like, alive. With yeah. Okay. Nope. She was found alive. So she tells her story. Okay. Okay. So she was um, out... This is, like, from her point of view, right? Mm -hmm. Tending sheep um, when she saw this, like, large black bear um, standing in front of her. Mm -hmm. Um, She spooked the bear, and the bear ran off. Okay. And when the bear ran off, she looked kind of towards the woods where the bear was running and saw this, um, like, odd animal slash beast like leering at her and she was like "Mm, i don't know about that and it like jumped out of the woods and into like the trail that was like right next to where she was standing yeah and ran up to her like as fast as it could and then stopped it it was running on all four legs too not on two legs so like bear like um stood up and grabbed her and just stared in her eyes like eye to eye staring at her holding her and then let out this like screech and like that's what obviously the mother heard and like ran out um Mm -hmm. so she was just like i'm gonna fucking die um but instead after the mother ran back into the house for the shotgun throws her over his shoulder and just darts it into the woods okay so 
like sprinting and she said it sprinted for miles and miles like deep 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 into the forest yeah then they get to like this like moss and like dirty covered like cave yeah but like it was all covered with like debris and stuff so you wouldn't see it yeah just, like hidden yeah okay. mm-hmm. and he drags her in there with him and she's uh-huh. like i'm absolutely gonna die uh-huh. um she said it had just a really um horrid smell um just Disgusting, like a nasty ass, dirty cave. Okay. Right. Um, um, and so she kind of waited, and the the beast, in air quotes, we don't know what it is, um, turned around, and so she tried to dart out the door, yeah. and it caught her, um, and like smacked her over the back of the head. Oof. And so she was like, "Yep, yeah, well, that was a bad idea, and I'm definitely gonna die." <laughs> Double dive now. Um, so she had to lay there the entire night. And then part of the next day, because um, this thing just kept, like, looking at her, staring at like, watching her. Um, and then it actually started getting, like, kind of sleepy. And she's like, okay, like, this is my chance. And she's like, she said that she let it sleep for over an hour to make sure, like, he was good and, like, out. sleepy. Yeah. Um, and she did sneak out. Oof. And then she obviously found this hunter and was like... We um, <laughs> can you please uh, help me? And he does. Um, and so then they said that, um, there's kind of a mixed story here. Okay. Um, they said that kind of all the men in the town, like when looking. Like kills the beast. Yeah. The beast, like that <laughs> we montage. kill the beast. Yeah. Um, and so the story, everybody says like, yes, that did happen. Some say they found him and shot it and killed it oh. and like covered it up. And then others say that they never, found, never found him. him. Yeah. Huh. And that is the story of the bear king of Marble Falls. You know what them sheep said? Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna go bad. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> I just had to put that in there. Just I, we let just that had fly. some good ones. That right was there. some good ones for sure. Back to the story. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty Dang. crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, so I do have another. I guess they're all cryptids. I got three. I guess. Okay. Um. Do you want to do your big one, and I'll do the last two at the end? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, so this is a doozer. I feel like last week's was a doozer with the Bender family, and we're back for another doozer. That was a wild ride. I told you, that was worth the anticipation of, like, hearing it for the first time. It was pretty cool. It was nice. I mean, not cool, but, like, it was very Crazy. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, this is another suggestion, and I think specifically our friend Leanne, who we've talked about before, and Lindsay, who have now become friends with each other, which I think is <laughs> I super love it. cute. Like, yeah. I love when cool <laughs> friends make friends with cool friends. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, and they both recommended that we talk about national park disappearances. Okay. The TikTok is a wild place for this. <laughs> yes. And I wanted to bring that up, too, because there's been a lot of talk on TikTok about this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a, a relevant topic to yeah. look into. And boy, howdy, was there a lot to uh, find. Yeah. This is only a few of the stories that I was, you know, looking at. Yeah. So, I, I couldn't even imagine. No. Basically, if you see a big, you know, box in the middle of the woods... You're going to get the hell about it. Don't go in it. No, don't be going in nothing. This has just made my case for not going to a national park. So, like, I'm good with that. Yep. Um, So, before we get into the stories, um, I thought it would be interesting to talk about a few just statistics about disappearances. So, from what I found, in 2017, there were 3,453 search and rescue missions in U.S. national parks. And of those, there were 182 deaths reported. 
Now, some of these deaths are related to weather. They are related to actual animal attacks. So I'm not saying that all of these disappearances are paranormal in any way. Um, However, one of the kind of issues with these disappearances is that the NPS, which I took as the National Park Service, um, are not legally required to keep records when someone goes missing in a park if they are not able to be located. What? Now, that's what I read. So if I am incorrect, please correct me. This is just That sounds kind of right. fucked up. A little sketchy, right? Sus. Mm-hmm. Um, the NPS is also not required to keep records even if someone's remains are recovered. So, like, there is a very, like, sh- like kind of shabby like evidence trail when it comes to these things, which kind of automatically feeds the conspiracy vibes. Yeah. Right? Oh, sorry. I, I just I got to saw the bear King. <laughs> uh, this may be the bear King because, uh, we just got a Facebook message from our friend, Brittany and look, and she says, look at my big, big O tub of love. Oh, Oh my god, that is the chunkiest chunk I've ever seen in my life. I, I want to smack him. Look at the in ball. A way. Look at the ball in his mouth. Oh. My oh. God. So when you think that we don't look at your animal pictures on the show, we absolutely do, because look at what we're looking and at. And literally just Oh, look at this one. Oh, he's badass. Oh, but you know he's such a big teddy bear. Oh my god, I love him. He, there it's a Rottweiler that we're looking at, by the way. Just set this. I up. we're just there people are just like, shut up. <laughs> Wait, please, can you stay on track for ten seconds? <laughs> uh, Very cute. Okay, continue. All right. But just so you know, Brittany, you're gonna hear this tomorrow. <laughs> and we're, we're talking about you. Live time. His name is Max. Oh, <laughs> that was a wonderful shot of serotonin, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Okay, continue. <laughs> Um, yes. So as I was saying, the NPS, um, the, the kind of the document trail is very, uh, it sounds like sparse, which kind of feeds into conspiracy theories about what happens in these parks. Um, statistics also show that the parks that have the most recorded search and rescue missions are Lake Mead, Nevada, Grand Canyon, Arizona, Yosemite, Rocky Mountain, Colorado, and Sequoia and Kings Canyon, California have the most recorded search and rescue missions. It's the West. Yes. And researcher uh, David Paulides, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, <laughs> uncovered the majority of these cases. What? Max apparently is the biggest baby. I'm so sorry. Oh. And um, peed himself at the site of Santa Claus last year. <laughs> so he's not as vicious as you thought he would be. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Maybe not the best guard animal, but the best... Lovable animal. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's just really funny. That's very cute. Um, So a researcher named David uh, Paulides, I think, uncovered Uh the majority of these missing cases from national parks and actually did a series on them called Missing 411. And I actually realized, I think this is on Hulu. Oh, okay. It's a show, so we might want to check that out. Nice. Yeah. I feel like paranormal stuff is, like, really coming, like, I feel like like people are getting into it now. Like, there's, like, that UFO one, like... Yeah, I want to watch that There's a lot really of, like, stuff coming out. Yeah, love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the actual, like, some disappearances okay. that have been reported. Yeah. These are buck wild. So, the first one we're going to talk about is of a boy, um, and I'll just put out a trigger warning before we begin. These stories do involve, um, the disappearances or, uh, deaths of children, so just FYI. 
Um, the first one we're going to talk about is a three-year-old boy named John Doe. Obviously not his actual name. Sure. Sounds like it's all been redacted. Interestingly, too, I could not find a location where this happened, so Ooh, it sounds like the location's been a redacted. sus. And I could not find a year, so like, there's a lot of fuzziness mm. around this. Um, John Doe was supposedly a three-year-old boy who went missing near a fly fishing river. Um, and he was, you know, he was with his family when mm-hmm. this happened. He was missing for five hours when rescuers found him kind of in, like, the middle of a, like, grove of trees, like, okay. pretty far from where he went missing. Yeah. And he was confused, but he was unharmed, so he was okay. Okay. So, when the rescuers started asking him what happened, the story he told was nuts. And Lindsay, specifically, is going to love this one. <laughs> so... He told rescuers that he followed a woman from the river that he believed to be his grandmother, and they went to the base of what he described as a mountain. And at this point, he lost consciousness. And when he woke up, he woke up in a room that appeared to be dusty and had what he had described as, like, robot parts all around him. In the room. <laughs> Aliens! Yeah. So when he woke up, he saw the woman that he had thought to be his grandmother uh-huh. at the time, and he noticed that she had an odd glow kind of like coming from her head. Um, they kind of talked for a little bit, and then the conversation, she kind of got more and more aggressive okay. with him. Um, and finally, this kind of culminated as she began to tell him that he was actually an alien who had been born on Earth of earthly parents and then instructed him to go wait in the trees. What? But the kid is three, so... I mean, yeah, you kind of have to, like, I don't right, know. Yeah. But this is a weird... But, this gets weirder, though. You ready? Yep. You say that, but then here's the other, like, kicker with this. However, John's grandmother, the real one, the real grandmother... Was dead. No. Was with them on the trip. Okay. And she claimed that while they were sleeping that night, something dragged her out of her tent what? in the middle of the night. The next day, she woke with neck pain and found that two small holes had been, like, (gasps) two small holes were, like, kind of puncture marks in the back of her neck. So, I agree with you that, like, three-year-olds have wild-ass imaginations. Grandma, me tripping, too. Yeah, like, I think they got abducted. And basically, no one has ever been able to explain or substantiate where John went and what happened to his grandmother and why, you know, I just think of, like... Maybe that, because I'm going with aliens for sure. Obviously. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking that the aliens need, like, maybe they need Blood. some DNA or something mm-hmm. to, like, mimic the appearance of someone. So maybe that's why they had to, like, come, like, poke grandma on the back of the neck to, like, look like the grandmother. Oh. What? Weird, right? Yeah, that's wild. Weird. Yeah. Creepy. So that is the first one. I know. I, like, that one I had to let marinate for a little bit. I was like... What? what? That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, the national parks can really have a little bit of anything swirling around. <laughs> That's definitely aliens. We got aliens. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's, it gets, it's crazy, truly. All yeah. of these stories are very interesting. Um, are you ready for the next one? <laughs> yep. Okay. So the next one is um, a story of a boy. His name was Alfred uh, Bielharts, and this occurred in 1938. Okay. He was either um, four or five. The stories I read kind of showed both numbers. Okay. Who went camping with his family over July 4th, um, 1938, in Rocky Mountain National Park, which is on the list of the top parks where search and rescue missions occur. Okay. So, Alfred went with his dad during this trip to go to the river, I think to go bathe or something that way, and he decided he was going to break away from his dad to join his other family members that were about 500 feet upstream from them. Um, However, when their family returned to the camp, they realized that Alfred was missing. 
Nobody walked the four or five year old. I know. I again had many questions. So, Five hundred feet is like not. I mean, that's like not very far. Little. I mean, yeah, it, but not terribly far. And like, no one noticed that he just disappeared. Oof. Yeah. Mm. So one day after the disappearance, um, hikers <coughs> claimed to see Alfred in an area of the park called the Devil's Nest. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, he had. <laughs> but by the time Park Service officials arrived, he had already disappeared. They could not find him. Okay. Um, when the hikers saw him, they claimed that the boy looked disoriented, but then was pulled backwards by an unseen force. Now, this is what also makes it really weird. The Devil's Nest, that area, is about six miles and 3,000 feet from where Alfred went missing. So one of the questions was, how could a four- to five-year-old boy... Get that far. ...with not a lot of equipment, or any equipment for that matter, travel all the way up there by himself? The rescuers even noted that when they went up there, they had to use specialized equipment to even make the climb. So how does... Does a little five-year-old yeah, yeah. do that? So that's a definite question Because well. he was dragged by aliens. Something. So the search ended up lasting for 10 days, and it was composed of 150 men as well as bloodhounds. Now, another weird part about this is when the bloodhounds were tracing his scent, um, they were about 500 feet uphill from where he was last seen. They became more and more nervous the farther they went up and eventually just laid down and refused to start keep tracing the scent. It's either almost the scent went away or, like, something made them so nervous they wouldn't continue. Um, And to this day, they have never found a body, and their mystery of what happened to him still lives on. Jeez. Yeah. And that's the case for a lot of, unfortunately, these stories. It's just there's no resolution. That's terrible. Which we talk about, you know, obviously there's a, a weird aspect to this, but, you know, I think about the families and how... Like it's an actual family, yeah. Right, but, and the closure that they never got yeah. to process that. So um, definitely something to keep in mind as well. That's so what are, crazy. What are your theories so far about, like, do you think it's aliens? Do you think, like... I think aliens. I think it also, I don't know, like, uh, my tinfoil hat's on. Mm-hmm. So, a government cover-up, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, he saw something or, see yeah, before. you I know, mean. walked into something that he wasn't supposed to see and mm-hmm. saw an alien and said, like, well, you gotta go. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Sure. I think I'm still sticking with aliens, though. Okay. All right. Especially since the dogs wouldn't go up either. Something's weird. Yeah, like I don't a weird energy. Maybe Did you he was also abducted? Like maybe he's yeah. just straight. Maybe he's like off with an alien colony somewhere. Right. I don't know. Truly. Did you hear? Fun fact. Not that Dennis ever had an issue with thunderstorms, but mm-hmm. you're supposed to get like scent free, um, like free and clear dryer sheets. Okay. And during a thunderstorm, if you rub your dog, if they're like nervous, you rub your dog with the dryer sheet and it takes like the static electricity, which like they feel oh. through a lightning storm, like thunder and lightning storm, it's supposed to like calm them. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't either. I saw it on TikTok. It could be a complete lie, but <laughs> it looked like it worked for that one pup bone. You have to tell, um, your friend from work with Murphy because I think didn't isn't he scared yeah. of storms? Yeah. That'd be interesting to try. Yeah, Dennis would have slept through a freight train. Like Dennis oh, yeah. gave no shits. But if you said um the word treat or grandma's, he walked. Would awaken from a coma. <laughs> or the crinkle of a chip bag. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean anything. But yeah. a tornado, a hurricane, nah. nah. He didn't care. Mm-mm. He was just chill like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yes. All right. Do you want to hear my final kind of story? Yep. Because I've got a story, final story, and then I kind of got like different theories that okay. are existing. I love it. 
All right, so the final story we're going to talk about is of a woman um, named Paula Weldon who went missing in 1946. And, Lindsay, you're going to enjoy this one because it takes place in Vermont. Ooh. So uh, Paula Weldon was 18 years old, and she decided she was going to walk the long trail in Green Mountain National Forest, which is in Vermont, on December 1st of 1946. Um, So Paula was a student at the time at Bennington College, and her friends and her roommate kind of that year said that she appeared to be kind of going through something. She seemed to be in a bit of a state of depression. She seemed um, withdrawn. She didn't go home that year for Thanksgiving break, um, which is just something to kind of keep in mind here. Mm -hmm. So the day that she went missing, she left her roommate wearing jeans, a coat, and sneakers. So it was kind of assumed that she didn't want to really hike, but just take a long walk. Because the other thing you have to remember is it's December in Vermont. (laughs) And at night, the temperatures drastically plummet. Um, So she's also been nicknamed the real-life Red Riding Hood because she was last seen in a red parka. That was kind of the distinctive feature there. Um, so when she arrived, she was spotted by multiple hikers walking to the trailhead, but that's the last time she was ever seen by anyone. Okay. Um, when her roommate, obviously when she didn't come back to either a dorm or wherever they were living, her roommate reported her missing and her family was contacted and a search party was assembled to look for her. Okay. Um, the search party began at Everett Cave, which appeared to show no trace of Weldon. Um, and this became really a community effort. I mean, it got to the point where students at Williams College who were experienced in the terrain of the area and also experienced hikers began searching as well for her. Now, the weird thing about this is that as they, they're searching, you know, you think about things like hypothermia, frostbite, yeah. um, uh, you know, any of these things could have happened. Maybe she fell, maybe an animal attacked her. But they found nothing that would ever, like, contribute to those theories, like, Again, if we're talking about an animal attack, you're probably going to find some kind of blood Mm -hmm. or maybe clothing tatters or hair. Tatters. Tatters. (laughs) It's a funny word. It is a funny one. Tatters. Tatters. But yes, yeah, you would... Find something that maybe gives you an idea. Especially it's probably covered in snow, so it's white. You would spot something like that pretty quickly. Right, and that added another layer of, you know, difficulty to the search Mm -hmm. because there was snow on the ground. Yeah. But even... um, I read that even after, you know, the snow melted, they continued searching to see if anything had shown up that was there that had been hidden. And they never found anything that indicated what, you know, actually happened to her. Um, This actually led to conspiracy theories that for some reason authorities had already discovered Paula's body and for some reason were hiding it from the family. Oh. Now, none of those theories were ever, like, verified. Right, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Um, but there were rumors of foul play. Okay. Just because there was just no other explanation on yeah. what the hell happened to her. Now, one theory that people have, and I will talk about this kind of in my, like, theories section, mm-hmm. is um, aliens. Aliens seem to be a big old <laughs> pattern in this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the area where she went missing is called the Bennington Triangle, which is similar to, like, the Bridgewater Triangle that we okay. talked about before. It's notorious for paranormal incidents. So that's something we can keep in mind as we go along. Um, do you want me to go ahead and move on to my keep theories? Okay. Yeah. So obviously a ton of theories exist on why people disappear in national parks. Um, now, I did see this on TikTok, and I could not find any like actual articles to like verify any of this, which is why I did not include it, but I wanted to mention it. It is interesting. I saw a graphic of... You know, the amount of people that go missing that were represented, like, by dots on a map of the U.S. in, in like, parks. Okay. And then under it was um, 
the amount of cave systems in the national parks. And it's a very striking, like, similarity between, like, where these cave systems exist and where people go missing. So you can kind of take that as you may. Yeah. But it's just kind of something interesting to keep in mind. That's fucked up. Yeah, go to TikTok and do a deep dive and you will find some stuff. Yeah. Now, there are some other theories about this as well. And, again, this kind of relates back to cryptids and folklore like we were talking about. Uh Uh-huh. One of these cryptids is called the Wendigo. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Wendigo? Yeah. I think we've talked about them. We've talked about them. Mm -hmm. So, for those that don't know, um, the Wendigo kind of originates from Algonquian folklore, which is kind of based in northern Minnesota and portions of Canada. Um, The Wendigo is described as an evil, cannibalistic spirit and is described in many different ways depending on, you know, the area of folklore. Where you are. Sure. It's often described as a cross between a human and an animal. Um, and folklore says that a Wendigo is created when a person resorts to cannibalism. Oof. But people can also attract Wendigo spirits if they are extremely gluttonous or selfish. So there's kind of two routes if you happen to cross paths with a, win- with a Wendigo. It can either eat you or it can possess you. Oh. And people who get possessed by Wendigos, it said that person becomes the Wendigo themselves. And that gives them the intense desire to eat human flesh. Now, that sounds like out there, right? Yeah. However, this is actually, and I found this really interesting, this is linked to a kind of controversial um, psychiatric con- or psychological condition that is called Wendigo psychosis. Okay. So, um, this is a condition that can affect people often living in isolated and snow-heavy areas where because of the snow you are not going anywhere yep. and you're kind of trapped by yourself. So over time, the affected person um, begins to truly believe they're being transformed into a Wendigo. And they, with this true belief, begin to crave human flesh. I don't like that. It's, it's truly insane what the mind can do, you know? And there are actual recorded cases of this through history. So in 1878, there was a trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner and his family were trapped in their home and obviously you know by snow they could not really get anywhere and unfortunately they were running out of food so they were slowly starving to death Mm -hmm. um their son died of starvation first and it ended up that swift runner developed this psychosis um now it's interesting because 25 miles from their home there was a post that would have had emergency food supplies that he could have probably gotten to but in the throes of the psychosis, he ended up murdering his remaining family members and eating them. Oh. He later confessed uh, to these murders and was eventually executed at Fort, Fort Saskatchewan. Yikes. Yeah, and there are a couple more cases in yep. Google that you can read about. <clears throat> I don't like that. So there's that theory. Okay. And we'll loop back to finish it up with aliens, nice. kind of what I was talking about before. Yep. So um, I did want to talk a little bit about the Bennington Triangle, which is where Paula Weldon went missing. Okay. Um, and Glastonbury Mountain. So the nickname Bennington Triangle was coined by an author named Joseph A. Citro for an area of southwest Vermont that is centered around Glastonbury Mountain. Um, between 1920 and 1950, at least five to ten people went missing in that area. Paula Weldon is assumed to be one of them. There have been even more people that have gone missing since. Okay. Um, it's known as a hotspot for UFO sightings as well as Bigfoot sightings. And I wanted to ask Lindsay this, if she, like her family, lives near this area. Okay. Because they have told us many, many times that they have seen UFOs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know her mom, when she was down, told us like a ton, a ton. of stories. Yeah. So I'm curious if where they live in Vermont is near this. Um, the land around Glastonbury Mountain 
is often referred to as being cursed in Native American folklore. It's said because all four winds met in that location. Um, and it's also said to be home of something called the Bennington Monster, Ooh. which I could not find a lot of descriptions of. Okay. It sounds very ominous. Yeah. And something like you would probably not want to cross. You don't want to see him. So, yeah, that's Bennington Triangle. And, you know, there are so many theories on why people go missing. Another thing I will say you will see on TikTok is about feral people mm-hmm. in the parks. Again, could not find really a lot of, like, verified information on it, so I didn't want to include it, but... Look it up, because yeah. that's a really interesting theory, too. Oof. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, so that's... Let's not go to any national parks. No, I think I'm cured of that. Yeah. Anchor, and I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Thank you. That yeah, was pretty was good. Enthusing. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I, my stories don't get much better, so... <laughs> <laughs> we could say it's going to get lighter, but... It's not. It's not. Um, okay. Are you ready? What you got? Yeah. Um, so this is another um, Texas cryptid. Okay. Um, this is called the Donkey Lady Bridge. Ooh. Now, it's it's kind of I'm trying to be sensitive with this because it's I guess a trigger warning. Yeah, there's sure. some domestic violence okay. included in this. Um, so there's a lot of versions of the story. Kind of over the years, it's kind of gotten like mm-hmm. you know pulled here and there. But the one that I saw the most um, is the one I'm going to tell. Okay. So yeah, if you enough. may know kind of a different version, this is the one that's kind of more told. Right. And that's such a common thread. Yeah. Urban legends especially. I mean, they just get twisted. It's and kind of a copy-paste event and yeah. things get modified each time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did read a bunch of them and this one was like kind of the, the most, most common okay. um, story. So um, a there was a distraught farmer. Okay. Um, it didn't really go into detail of what Kind of made him so just so distraught. <laughs> yeah, okay, good one. he was distraught. <laughs> he was very distraught. Um, so distraught that he um, locked his wife and children inside of their house and set it on fire. Oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, the children did die, um, and the mother did get out, but was horrifically burned. Okay. Um, her hands had burned so badly that apparently um, they just they they call them stumps. They just kind of looked like stumps, okay. um, and had like a hoof shape to them okay. um, that will come into play later uh, donkey lady right yeah um and apparently her face was so disfigured and charred it kind of gave her like an elongated like okay. face that kind of resembled a, a donkey like i'm okay. trying to be very sensitive with this but because yeah. it's horrible no, no. but i see what you're saying um apparently you know she did survive um and lived out the rest of her life just very depressed yeah. and just mourned her children and mourned kind of, of like course. this betrayal of her husband that right. kind of just seemed like he just snapped all of a sudden. Like yeah. they had a good life and then something happened that changed that. Um, so she did, she passed away, you know, mm-hmm. years later. Um, apparently there's this bridge nearby um, that she hangs out at now. Okay. Um, hence the name, the Donkey Lady Bridge. Okay. Um, she basically kind of just hangs out there. She kind of watches you sometimes. Mm. Like, you kind of go over the bridge and you may see, like, Oof. just her okay. face. Um, and if you're brave enough or dumb enough, I don't know which, which one, one um, apparently if you honk your horn a bunch of times and then drive over the bridge, 
um, she will jump on your car and you'll just see her face like in your windshield and then like disappear. Oh, I don't want to do that. And then there's hoof marks like on uh. your, like the hood of your car. Ooh, yeah. Um, no, thank you. I'm good. It, yeah. And like just indented in the car. I'm good. Yeah. Don't do I'm that. <laughs> That's why I said brave or stupid. I'm going to lean more on the stupid yeah. side. Cause did it say where in Texas? This I place? didn't see where in Texas. Oh, okay. I was um, just, just curious. It seems like sometimes mm-hmm. there's like multiple places. That yeah. These are yeah. Just curious. Okay. Yeah, that was a yeah, odd one, weird one. It gives me vibes of like crybaby bridges, like mm-hmm. where it's kind of like if you honk three times, like, yeah, you'll hear a woman cry, or like if you do something, there's a it's like it's a, a consequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that means it's like intelligent to me. Yeah, like it means like you. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not messing with it. I, I'm not honking my horn over any I'm bridge. Good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Can we also talk about? What we saw on the Ravenel Bridge yesterday that like made me woozy. Like I literally like which you were driving, so I'm glad you maintained your. I, it took a minute though. I was like, I was, I may have to pull over because I don't like that. I was like, so if you've ever seen the Ravenel Bridge, if not Google it, it's yeah. a very tall Gorgeous. bridge and like it's like the double diamonds. That's yeah. what it's called. And so like the bridge is high, you know, driving over it just mm-hmm. by itself, but the top of the diamond goes yeah. up. I mean. Oh, God. It's huge. I don't even know. I'm not even going to guess how high, but it's high. Like, it's way up there. So, we're going under the first diamond, and I, like, see something on the... They have, like, these, like... Suspension cables. Yeah. Like... Yeah. But they're huge. Yeah, they're gigantic. And I, like, see something on them on the, like, second diamond coming up, and I'm like, what is that? And as we got closer, they were people. And I'm like, what? And, like, they were... High. They're uh, like harnessed on yeah. to these cables. And and, I was like, uh-uh. I was like, Oof. I'm like, I'm still thinking. I'm like, I can't even think about it because it was so creepy. And all I was my like, yeah, functions would have gone. Yeah, like not oh, for me. No, like I would. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We were both severely afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't mind driving over the bridge, but I'm not hanging up up there. Now I will say, if you want to see something real scary, before the uh, Ravenel Bridge was there, it was the Cooper, Cooper River, <laughs> which was honestly I learned to drive over the Cooper River Bridge, and mm-hmm. I have never been more terrified. Yeah, because it was a sp- suspension bridge, I believe, and it would sway. Like, yeah, no. you can literally in this the Ravenel does not sway. Mm-mm. It is a solid. It's solid. Bridge. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. No, but I would not be harnessed up there. Like, not enough money on Earth. Mm-mm. No. Okay, so next, I don't know why I was where I was going with that. We're talking about bridges. bridges. That's right. That's right. Not just, yeah, I don't like that. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, so the next one I'm going to do are Appalachian Mountain cryptids. Mm, this is another. Do you say Appalachian or Appalachian? I always said Appalachian. Okay. Do you say Appalachian? Yeah. Okay. The Appalachian Trail? Appalachian Trail. Oh, weird. I bet that's like a regional thing. Definitely. Versus, you know, north versus south. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, so uh, this was a f- new little nugget of knowledge for me. Yeah. Apparently the Appalachian Mountain region of the U.S. is known to have more sightings of cryptids than anywhere else in the entire United Ooh, States. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, One of, um, I mean, he's like a brother to me. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but um, it was one of my, my actual brother's best friends growing up who yep. just... I mean, he was at our wedding. He's yeah, definitely yeah, just yeah. a brother. Yeah, um, sure. Hiked the entire yeah, Appalachian Trail. Thing. Yeah. I mean, it took, what, like six months, I think? I think so. Five or six it months. Was very impressive. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think he 
ever saw any any cryptids, but I'm, I've never them. asked them. Yeah. yeah um, so apparently there's about 29 common sightings of Ooh. cryptids, to be okay. exact. Um, I am definitely not going through all 29, all 29 of them. Um, some of them we've already covered in previous episodes. Yeah. Um, so these included the Snallygaster. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Obviously Bigfoot. Mothman, Goatman, and Chupacabras. Ooh, which the Chupacabra reminded me of the story you just told with the grandma with the two holes in the back of the neck. Because oh. I'm pretty sure the Chupacabras did the same thing, except they drained like all the blood oh, and they died. Interesting. Yeah, but it had okay. two like two puncture marks. Yep. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I I said that and I almost brought it up, but I figured I'd bring it up. During mine. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture on Facebook. It made me laugh the other day. It was in one of like, I'm in a bunch of podcasts, like Facebook groups. Yeah. And they were, someone mistakenly was calling a capybara. Have you ever seen those? Mm-hmm. They're like adorable yeah. little Australian like creatures. And they were calling them chupacabras. <laughs> like, that is definitely not a chupacabra. <laughs> it was funny. That, that was is fun. funny. Um, okay. So I just picked three, like they're small. So this okay. is, we're going to wrap it up here pretty quick. But um, the first one, I just... It's scary as fuck, but the name of it literally just made me giggle. It's called The Wood Booger. (laughs) Don't let that name fool you, though. It is fucking terrifying. You say it with, like, a southern accent, too. The Wood Booger. (laughs) When did I become so southern? I don't know, it's, but it happened. It, I don't think you're allowed to say you're from anymore. I don't think so either. They definitely have <laughs> in more ways than one. Tell <laughs> the wood booger. The wood booger. Um, okay, so this is like a hybrid between or tribrid human, Bigfoot, and a gorilla. There's no booger in that list. There's no boogers. Okay, um, it's got these huge red eyes. Um, and it's very commonly spotted outside the town of Saltville, Virginia. Interesting. Okay. Um, it was even featured apparently on Animal Planet's Finding Bigfoot. Ooh. Okay. Um, so then how did he get the name? Um, yeah. He, he's kind of like the boogeyman. He uh, like will find you that. and he snatches you oh, and just crap. takes you away. Okay. Um, so it's. The wood booger. I see how that name came about then. Boogeyman. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, I can see um, but yeah, basically just snatches up mostly children or younger folk. He uh-huh. doesn't like the oldies. Um, so the younger you are, you better you better watch it. Mm, okay. Because the wood booger's coming for you. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Good He's to know. Kind of creepy. Don't, salt build, then we, don't we go in there. <laughs> yeah, just munch peas and cues. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, the next one is called the Grafton Monster. Ooh. This sucker lives in Grafton, West Virginia. Okay. Yep. Um, so it was the epicenter of the early American Railroad Transit. So this is like okay. a long time ago. Yep. Um, he... That's when he first like made his like grand grand appearance. (laughs) Hello, motherfucker. (laughs) Um, The uh, Grafton Monster also has another name um, called the Headless Horror. Um, So apparently, this thing is just absolutely massive. So he's like over ten feet tall Mm -hmm. um, and weighs up to a half a ton. So he is like a big monster. Okay. Okay. Um, and apparently he is headless, um, but he carries his head kind of like on the side of his shoulder. He's just kind of like holding his head it's up got there. Headless horseman vibes. Yeah. Going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so he doesn't really. Um, he's not going to snatch you. He's not going to hurt you. He just is going to make you evacuate your bowels. Um, he just likes to like jump out and scare oh, you, scary. Okay. and then like run off and okay. like ha 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 like that was funny. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I mean, I would definitely 
poop if that jumped out at me. Yep. And we do not do jump scares, so no, we would be gone. We, <laughs> we definitely don't. Um, so definitely not going to Grafton, uh, West Virginia ever okay. in be my warned. life. Yep. Be warned. Yeah. Um, so basically he just finds like hikers, oh, like, sure. you know, just traveling through and then scares them and then moves on. Okay. Um, okay. Last one. Mm-hmm. The Snarly Yell. <laughs> I like the name. Um, it's pretty badass, and it's it's kind of disturbing. Okay. Um, so this kind of, it looks like a big, like, giant black dog. Ooh, um, okay. But his mouth is, like, um, snarly is kind of how I'm, like, yeah. I'm trying to describe it. Um, it's just a lot of, like, um, bloody, like, drool. Okay. Um, his mouth is very red and just bleh. Um, and he kind of just, uh, howls like a werewolf. Okay. And he likes to hide kind of the same as the Grafton monster. Kind of just likes to jump out at you and like snarl at you with his like nasty ass, like teeth. Yeah. It just reminds me of like, he's just got really bad, like periodontal disease. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should see a dentist. (laughs) Can I come clean your teeth? The bleeding (laughs) may stop. (laughs) Um, so apparently he just like jumps out, tries to scare you. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was a guy. So I remember um, my friend as well. Like they would stop for a couple nights at a spot. Like it's not like they walked every single day. Like they'd oh, be like, oh, yeah. we're gonna take like two days to like rest, and then we're gonna move on. Yeah. So apparently, kind of one of those situations where this guy stopped and he got scared by this dog. And then it happened again the next day, mm. and he was just like, I ain't having it. So yeah. he goes and he gets his gun. And he knew the dog was going to come out, you know, and try to scare him. So as he had the two nights before, this dog jumps out at him. So he shoots at him like five or six times and says he saw the bullets just go straight through the dog. Like gives me ghost vibes. Yeah. Like Like it didn't hit him at all. Didn't it didn't, you know, hurt him. him. He just felt like nothing changed. Bullets went through and then the dog ran off and then he promptly packed his shit and he moved on. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was time to go. Yeah. Oof. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's the snarly yell. Ooh. So those are some uh, Appalachian, yeah. Appalachian cryptids. Sure. Yeah. Can I, I came across one the other day. Yep. It may be a cuter way to end the episode, but I don't know where this was and I need to look it up, but apparently there is a creature out there that is really ugly looking and he knows how ugly he is. And apparently all he does is walk through the woods and cry about how ugly he is. And people like campers and hikers say they hear him crying and his name is the squonk. (laughs) And I thought for a minute, am I the squonk? Is the squonk me? Have you heard me crying? (laughs) Are we all the squonk? Are we all the squonk? I cry way more than you. You never cry. I don't. Caitlin, if you look at her wrong, we'll just... She, now, she claims to be a badass and all tough, but I'm going to go ahead and blow her cover right here. I'm a big baby. I cry literally at anything and everything. You do. It takes... I do not cry very often. I really don't know. I could probably count on my, like, hands and feet how many times I've seen you cry. Yeah. In eight years of being together. Because you cry when you get any kind of emotion, like if you're upset or if you're angry, you cry. Yeah. I don't cry when I'm angry, like, really. There's no having an argument with me, and I'm not hysterically crying. No, no. And that's no. so frustrating. <laughs> it is. We have to table a lot of things a lot of times. <laughs> Until I can, like, compose Calm myself, down. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just read that, and I was like, oh, the squonk. Like, I want to hug the squonk. Oh, yeah, I bet he's cute. I bet he's cute, too. No one's ugly. We're all beautiful. Yeah. 
But I cry. <laughs> if you hear, maybe Caitlin's the squonk. Maybe I think like, I'm definitely the squonk. <laughs> it's actually just Caitlin. It's not squonk. Uh, yeah, that's well, that, funny. That's those were good ones. Yeah, I, I liked that. I think all of those topics like wrapped together really, really well, nicely. Yeah. So thank you for everyone that did that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. I know. I mean, I've been excited. Um, it's been fun working through these. So yeah. I'm looking forward to getting them wrapped up. Um, yeah. And one of someone's suggestions was that they wanted to ask us, like, have us answer questions, like, during an episode that they okay. sent in. So maybe at the beginning of an episode, we can... Well, maybe like, we'll, let's put it up on Insta. Yeah. Like, get the ask questions. us a question, and then we'll put that into the next one to wrap up kind of that whole... Yeah. Little se- we'll segment that. that we created. Yeah. Or y'all okay. created, because... It's really all y'all been doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good to me. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. I think that's it. Okay. Go see Caitlin on Facebook so you yes. can hear her squeal and just, I just as loud as she did in this episode. <laughs> I had yesterday gotten mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures too, yes. and oh, I love them. We found lately there's been a lot of people who are just starting at episode one. And yeah. Like, oh, God. We're so sorry. If you are listening from episode one, like, congratulations, y'all. That's... And our apologies because we had <laughs> not a clue what we were doing at that time. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it's nice to know people are finding the show from the beginning. Yeah. New people are coming in. So welcome, as always. Yeah. Um, Like, I just love it. It's such a cool way to meet people. Yeah. We've met some really cool people, for sure. And someone said on Twitter the other day, they, like, hoped that we could be friends. I'm like, oh, my God, we'd love to be your friend. Like, <laughs> we love friends. We've met so many friends through this podcast. Yep. Like, it's a really cool experience. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, like we said, go see Caitlin on Facebook. Yes. Send all the dog pics and animal pics. No hissy noodles. No hissy. I'm sorry. Or reptiles. No disrespect, but no. I don't like hissy noodles and reptiles. Mm-mm. Yeah. If you want to come find us on Instagram, you can do that at Ghoul Friends Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can at Ghoul underscore Friends. Um, also, big news on Twitter. Elena from Morbid followed us on Twitter. A- well, I- they also listen to our podcast, so. I know, but like her like personal account followed us, and I was like... <gasps> That's pretty cool. That's very exciting. Yeah. I need to tweet more. (laughs) Um, Yes. So go see us on Twitter. Uh, You can find us on TikTok at Ghoul Friends Podcast if you just want TikToks of animals, because that's pretty much all we do. Yep. Um, You can email us if you have a listener story. Please send that to ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to get your hands on some merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Good job. All right. Anything else before we wrap her up? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and a spooky week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. I feel like a chupacabra reminds me of a chalupa. And now I